All right, welcome back to the Level Up with Leon podcast. My name is Leon. I hope you had a, another wonderful weekend. Today is Monday. It's time to get back after it. Time to get to work. Um, I'm going to be doing things a little bit different today. I'm going to actually be running this episode off of just the top of my head. No script. And by the way, I, I'm still fighting the cold. It's almost gone. It's like 90% gone. But anyway... I went for a uh, run today for the first time in like two and a half weeks, and oh man, it sucked, but it also felt so good. I got the, you know, the expected ab cramps that you get when you don't run enough, Um, so that sucked, but I felt really good after I finished. But yeah, I'm going to be running this unscripted today, and so I hope that you enjoy it. Make sure to leave some feedback, rate the podcast five stars. Again, I don't run any ads on this podcast, so any sort of word of mouth helps a ton. So I appreciate your guys' support and feedback. And so, yeah, let's get after it. All right, so today's topic is going to be all about training while sick and it's going to be my hot takes on the subject because as I just said you know I'm fighting a cold and I have been training throughout my cold but I have been making some adjustments some adaptations to my training that I think have worked uh, pretty well Um, I don't have a ton of experience training while sick or coaching people while they're sick but this is kind of something that I kind of wanted to just talk about as I'm starting to feel better so that if there's anything in here that I feel like uh, did work that helped me, I feel like it might help you too. So that's what the episode's going to be about today. I feel like training while sick is one of those subjects where there's a lot of information online about it, but there's nothing that's really set in stone. You know, there's the classic idea of like, if there's any symptoms below the neck, then don't train at all. But then there are people that say that, you know, well, as as long as you're feeling okay, you can still train, but just, you know, reduce intensity, you know, volume, you know, training load, stuff like that, which makes sense. But yeah, I think there's all different kinds of information out there on the internet. And so hopefully this episode also does a decent job of breaking down that, that information for you and making things a little bit easier the next time that you catch a cold as the seasons change or however you get a cold or any kind of sickness. So let's get straight into the first part of this episode. All right, so I got some notes here for me to kind of keep my ADD ass on track. But other than that, um, this is completely off the top of my head. So if things kind of scatter all over the place, forgive me for that. Um, I'm hoping that um, I can stay on track to some degree without reading the script. So firstly, I wanted to talk about my expectations when I started feeling sick. So my expectations when I started feeling sick was I started to think the worst. You know, I was kind of catastrophizing in my head. I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to lose a bunch of strength. I'm not going to be able to train at all. I'm going to have to take, you know, three, four weeks off and then, you know, start from, you know, like a huge layoff, decrease the weight a ton after I had set some recent PRs and kind of start from scratch. But the reality actually was, was that wasn't the case at all. And in fact, when I made certain adjustments to my training, I was still setting PRs. They weren't easy PRs. It was not easy to get into the gym. Um, And I would argue that things even affected my recovery in a way that probably weren't the best. 
But I feel like overall, the expectation versus the reality of me being sick was not nearly as bad as I thought. Um, I feel like because of the fact that I reduced, like I didn't do the same length of workouts that I did when I wasn't sick. I would do just the bare minimum of what I needed to do. So I've been training for strength recently. So that basically means you go in and you squat, you go in and you deadlift, you go in and you press, you go in and you bench, except that I wasn't benching because I don't really care about the bench right now. So I, I just kind of went in the gym and I would just mainly do those. If if I felt up to doing more, then I would do some more. But what I noticed is, is that during the first you know week or so that I pushed things a little bit too hard and I kind of just like paid the price because I just felt like fatigued as hell afterwards. Like I would go into the gym feeling actually pretty solid. Like I go in there and I'd feel maybe like, you know, 80, 90% thinking that, you know, I can probably warm up into 95 or 100. And although it would feel that way in the gym and I would um, actually, you know, set some PRs and I would train decently hard with, you know, the big lifts, I feel like by the second half of the day, I was just absolutely wiped. Like I would just hit this big wall of just fatigue that would just slap me right in the mouth. And I was just like, barely able to like continue at work that night you know because I usually worked the 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 night shift at at my second job at a restaurant and I just remember going in there feeling kind of blah but then by the time it was like seven eight o'clock I was just dead I was just dead like I was struggling to to keep my eyes open and I'm not sure if that's because of the training wall sick or just from being sick but I believe that it's a combination of both. I think that it's because I pushed myself a little bit too hard um, starting out and I think that it kind of perhaps it, it 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 accelerated the like the taxation on the immune response that my body was having to the cold. And so I think it was going in, um, into overdrive to try to make up for the energy that it lost during um, the training that day. And so I think that um, but again, I'm not a doctor. I could be totally wrong about that, but just based on my own like like anecdotal experience, it, it just felt like when I tried to go in and do full workouts at first, it wasn't really doing so well. Like it was it, it was kicking my ass and it was like a it was like a delayed response. Like I would feel great afterwards. I would feel great after the workout. Like after the workout, I would feel solid. Things felt great, you know, like I felt, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm killing it as I'm sniffling and coughing. It's like, fuck, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm still getting after it, you know, like this sickness won't hold me back, right? But then later on in the day, it's like the, the coal was like, nah, like you like you thought so, you know, it's, it's like it's not what you thought it was and it just kicked my ass. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I noticed, you know, from my training. And so then what I did was, was. I, I modified my workouts to, like I said, just doing just the bare minimum. And after the first week or so, I actually cut cardio out of my training because I was so congested that, you know, I couldn't breathe well enough to run, you know, and I didn't want to just be coughing and dying while I'm running. So I, I cut cardio out of my program completely. So I would recommend that you try not to fight through cardio if you are congested, especially. Like if you have chest congestion, 
I I feel like chest congestion is the thing that makes things the most difficult when it comes to like having just like a common cold. Having chest congestion makes things tough because running sucks because you can barely breathe, um, especially like hyperventilate like when you're running. And when when you're lifting weights, it's it's much harder to brace because you have to take in a lot of air. And when you take in a lot of air, there's a bunch of mucus in your lungs. And so when you're trying to take in that air, it just feels crappy and the braces don't feel as solid. And like, I remember I would have to like almost try to clear out my airways when I was squatting or deadlifting um, or whatever, because I needed to have a solid brace. And so I would literally have to sit there, you know, before I set up uh, with the bar and I would have to clear out my airway before I, I, I lifted the weight. Cause I was like, Yo, if I go into this lift and I try to brace with all this mucus, it, it's it's not going to end well. I'm going to start coughing with 200-something pounds on my back, and that's not good. So I, I feel like that's kind of my um, first part of my take on lifting while sick. So do you have any experience lifting while sick? Do you feel like it's something that you would recommend? Do you feel like it's something that you feel like you would completely be against? I would love to know what your comments are. Um, And and I would love to learn from you guys too, from your own experience. Because again, I don't have much experience with this. So it'd be good to know from your guys' own anecdotal experiments or even perhaps objective knowledge that you guys have on the subject if you were to conversate that with me that would be awesome my instagram is at level up with leon all one word about the same as this podcast so if you want to reach out to me there i would love that um but anyway i hope you are enjoying the episode so far again completely unscripted this time all off the dome so yeah um i hope that you are loving it if you are make sure to leave a five-star rating and to share it with your friends and family members so they can directly get the same message that has been helping you or that has been giving you entertainment. So thank you again so much for listening. Now let's get to the next part of this episode. All right. So the next thing that I kind of wanted to chat about uh, regarding training while sick is kind of my thoughts on, you know, when you should train versus when you shouldn't train to hopefully kind of close up the debate based on my own experience, um, which again, I, I, I need much more evidence and data to really give a final answer, but based on just my experience, um, I think that when it comes to, you know, mild sicknesses, like the common cold, um, nasal congestion, um, allergies, etc., things that are just like kind of, you know, extremely, likely to happen at some point and that are very widespread and that many people get, um, you know, mild things. I feel like those things honestly aren't a reason to completely stop training. I don't think that's the case. I think it's honestly less about stopping training and more about modifying training. And I think it helps to teach you a lot about how to do that when you're sick because you're kind of forced to. Because see, the biggest reason why sickness is an obstacle in training is not necessarily because you're sick, but it's because of how the sickness affects your recovery, honestly. Like, I noticed that when I was training, the biggest thing that I felt the difference with when I was training, when I was sick compared to when I wasn't sick, 
was my recovery. My soreness was much more prolonged. I had like strange axial fatigue, which for those of you that don't know, that basically means like your like your spinal endurance, to put it simply. So your spine has kind of its own kind of gas tank that is balanced by the nervous system. And if you continue to load the spine in a way that's too aggressive, the volume is too high, um, it's too demanding on the spine, you'll develop what's called axial fatigue, which is basically a constantly tired back. So it's like, you know, usually when you deadlift, when you squat, etc., if you don't have axial fatigue, you won't notice how much your back contributes to those movements, um, especially something like a squat. I mean, your deadlift, that's different. You know, obviously, you probably feel your back more in, in a deadlift. But just in general, you don't feel it as much as if you would if you had axial fatigue. Um, it, it would just be a, a lot more prevalent, and it, it just doesn't feel good. So to put it simply, it's, it's pretty much like your back just being really tired, and it's, it's struggling to not feel so tired. So I just noticed that I had a more excessive amount of axial fatigue from even doing things like presses, which usually don't give me that much axial fatigue. And yeah, just my recovery in general, my, like I said, my muscle soreness, um, things like that just weren't, weren't at the same pace as when I was uh, well. So that was something that I needed to take into account to be able to continue training despite being sick. So for example, I would also you know, I would auto-regulate my training days. So I knew that I, I needed to get in just three sessions a week. So sometimes I would get in those three sessions a week and, and I would mix up the days or I would get in two sessions and I would, let's say I would skip a very fatiguing movement like the deadlift if, if I wasn't feeling like I was up to it, right? Because for those of you that don't know, the deadlift is arguably the most fatiguing exercise in the whole exercise index. I mean, because of just the fact that you're pulling something so heavy off of a dead stop off the floor, it taxes your body a shitload. So, you know, that's something to consider is, you know, how are you considering your exercise selection? How are, are you considering your, your exercise frequency? How are you managing your training load, your volume? All those things are really important to consider and to think about adjusting when you're feeling sick. And remember that it's only temporary, that if you have to reduce load or intensity or whatever, if you have to take exercises away, understand that you are doing so to be able to recover faster so that you can be able to work back up to where you were. And chances are, it's not going to take that long to get back to where you're at. So it's important though that I think that you don't entirely stop training, depending on how sick you are, again, they do say, for example, if you have something like, you know, a fever, like a high body temperature, or you have some sort of like stomach bug or some kind of, you know, just, you know, crazy bad virus or something, then yes, skipping training entirely is probably a good idea. And you'll know when skipping training is a good idea. Like, you'll know when you're that sick that it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're puking and you're in the bathroom all day for something or whatever um, and you're having these horrible symptoms, if you feel so fatigued and dead because there's something in your body that you're fighting, you're, you're going to know like, look, maybe it's not a good idea for me to go in and squat today as, as much as I want to. You know, um, even if the weight's light, I mean, you just feel so dead. So it, I think it's kind of a common sense thing, you know, it's like, do I feel like I'm up to training? Do I feel like I can go in and train 
maybe if I, you know, reduce the load or reduce the volume, you know, could I train? And if the answer is yes, then go in, train, see how it feels and regulate afterwards based on the data that you receive from your experience. I think that one major, major factor that people should be considering in their training, that's something that I do all the time. I should say something that I do all the time instead of telling you what you should do. But anyway, one thing that I do is that I try to always gather data instead of think something. So basically what that means is, is that I don't really try to let my subjectivity run me too much. I, I try to look at the objective data. So again, if, if, if you're dying sick, if you're, if you're really shitty sick, that is objective data that is telling you that you are sick and that you need to take a break. But if you are not feeling that way, if you're feeling like you might be up to training, then chances are you could go in the gym and you could try something out and you could receive the data from that. Now, technically feeling like going to the gym and feeling like you're up to it is technically subjective, but it's arguably a much better factual representation of your state if you are in the mental capacity, if you're in the mental state to want to train. I, I just feel like if you are um, in that state, your body is giving you enough signals that it's going to be okay, or at least it won't make things you know catastrophically worse, right? So, but again, that's just based off of my limited experience. I could be wrong, you know. I'm I'm not a doctor. If uh, you know you are want to just be 100% on the super safe side, then yeah, if you get a cold, just stop going to the gym. And then just wait until you completely recover. That might even help you recover faster. But I think that continuing training to the best of your ability, for those of you who really care about your progress in the gym, that really care about your habit in the gym, for those of you that maybe have just started their habit in the gym and um, want to you know, make sure that they don't fall off, I think it's important to consider like, okay, what do I think that I can do today? And leave your ego at the door. If you can only do like half of what you're used to doing or a quarter of what you're doing, that's still better than not being uh, not being physically active at all and just laying on the couch and doing nothing, right? Um, and you know, if you're anything like me, it's very tempting to do that and just sit around and be as lazy as possible when you're sick, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like it can lead to you know just a whole bunch of crappy eating and you know, just kind of not doing anything with yourself when you could be getting some active, you know, recovery in like walking helps like walking, um, you know, even maybe like light runs if you're not feeling super congested, things like that. I mean, I always feel like movement is better than not movement if you can manage it. But there's obviously caveats to that. So make sure to pay attention to how you're feeling. Okay, understand that training while sick has a lot to do with your own experience and what you feel like makes sense and what doesn't. I feel like it's, like I said, a lot of it has to come down to common sense and just understanding that like, look, if I really don't feel like training today and I feel like shit, chances are that it's okay to take a break and to not go to the gym. And like I said, understand that regardless of what happens, if you choose to take the time off completely, you can get your gains back. You can get your gains back. Muscle memory is a thing, okay? As long as you're not sick with like, 
you know, cancer or something and you're out for God knows how long, as long as you can, you know, you're dealing with, you know, the most common sicknesses here, like stomach bugs, colds, fevers, whatever, those things, you recover from them and you will be able to get back in the gym, regain your strength, okay? Finally, um, when it comes to strength versus hypertrophy training, when it comes to being sick, again, I think that strength training is what's going to be affected the most because of just the fact that your nervous system has to output more force than when you're training hypertrophy. And so when you're, when you're sick, your nervous system will be affected more than, than, than if it's not because your immune system is in recovery mode. And so it wants to use its resources to, to, to fight off the infection compared to, you know, setting your next PR. So I think that for strength training, I think that it's especially important to consider regulating your training volume, your intensity, etc. Hypertrophy training, I, I honestly think it depends on where you're at in your program, what kind of program you're running, and just determining to yourself if you feel like the, 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 the exercise selection, the load, all the things that I mentioned earlier are at a sensible range for you to do without straining yourself too much. Because I, I think the name of the game while you're sick is to just do what you can. Do what you can, go in the gym, move as much as you can, even if that means, you know, on like a stationary bike or something, I think it's just important to, to not let sickness limit us as much as we can, but obviously still having the common sense to know when, you know, too much is too much. So I hope that that clears up some things for you. Um, I hope that it kind of helps you to understand, um, you know, how to approach your training when you are sick. And, you know, just a quick note on, on nutrition as well. I think that, that when you're sick, it's important to load up on carbs. I think it's, it's important to be extremely well hydrated. In fact, it's probably the most important thing. Stay extremely hydrated, but it's also important too, that you don't overeat because see, I kind of did that to myself. I kind of um, told myself like, look, I'm, like I'm sick, so I need resources. So I just ate, 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 ate food. And, and let me tell you what, it honestly didn't help as much as I thought. And it, it kind of just made me feel bloated and crappy. And I gained some, some unwanted uh, weight from that, from that time period. So um, I would not recommend doing that. I would in, uh, instead maybe just eat in just, just a slight surplus or at you know a solid maintenance and just try to get in mostly whole foods, stay hydrated, um, and yeah, I you know perhaps be a little bit more heavy on the pre workouts. Not like the I don't have any um, thing to say about pre workout itself because I, because I don't use it. But like for my pre workout, I usually just use some some quick carbs. Like I try to get some simple carbs in from like you know some sort of drink or snack or something and that that tends to give me the energy that I need to train um, and then afterwards you know tr- making sure that you're getting enough protein so that your muscles can recover especially while you're sick and yeah I, I think that's kind of how I would take nutrition and then sleep 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 is so huge you know it's funny I actually have a client who was sick recently herself and she told me that uh, and if if you're listening to this you'll you'll know who you are, but she told me that, uh, she got the, she also got a cold and she literally slept 
for like two days straight almost. She literally just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to hibernate and sleep this off. And she, she was not kidding. She slept for like two, like two days straight, just waking up to like drink water and eat. And then she went back to sleep and, um, she's doing better now. So that's good. But I mean, sleep is so important. I'm not saying that you have to hibernate like my client did, but make sure that you're getting in your eight, nine hours of sleep, you know, maybe even 10 if you need it. And staying on top of that. Okay. Whatever you do, don't fucking drink. Don't go out and party while you're sick. Um, if you're going to a gym that is, you know, full of people or whatever, like, you know, just like a common big box gym, that's also something to consider while you're sick as well. Don't spread your sickness around. Make sure that you're, you know, either wearing a mask and protecting yourself there, or you're wiping shit down profusely, make sure that you're um, doing so. And if you're, you know, it's too egregious with it, if you're coughing up a storm, then maybe that's a, that's another reason to stay home. And, you know, maybe you can get in some at-home workouts. You can just go for a walk. You know what I'm saying? You can use your apartment gym or something if, if you have one, or, you know, your at-home gym, whatever. But that's also something to consider as well. But, um, but when it comes to recovery, sleep, good food, lots of food, lots of, uh, lots of hydration and vitamins too. Vitamins are great. Uh, zinc is awesome for your immune system. Vitamin C is just vitamin C. It's awesome for you when you're sick. If you're living in a, a place like me that doesn't have a ton of sunlight during the winter, taking some vitamin D is awesome. I also take just like a normal, like, like multivitamin, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of my stack for when I'm sick. And then obviously taking cold meds, but I've heard that, that cold meds only kind of work to a certain extent. So don't, don't, don't overdo cold meds. You know, if you have a cold, don't overdo it. You know, it's, it's, it's not necessary. It's only helping you to a certain extent. So if you have a cold that's bothering you too much, that just doesn't seem to go away, go see a doctor, go get some uh, antibiotics or whatever that they want to give you so that you can knock it out. But yeah, so that about wraps things up on um, training while sick. Again, I, I hope that you enjoyed this uh, this episode and that you gained something from it. Um, this was kind of nice. I kind of like being able to just talk off the top of my head. I'm surprised that I was actually as cohesive as I was, or maybe I wasn't and I just don't know it. But I feel like I did a, pre- a pretty decent job of kind of keeping the the podcast together. So yeah, thank you again so much for listening and don't forget to rate five stars, share with your friends and yeah, so let's get into the outro. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to follow the podcast and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Your feedback means the world to me, so please take a moment to rate the podcast with five stars if it brought you value and share it with a friend or family member you think might feel the same. Do you want to hear me talk about a specific topic or have a burning question about fitness or self-improvement? I'd love to hear from you. Send in your request to Instagram at leveluppwithleon, all one word, about the same as this podcast, and who knows, your idea might just become the next exciting episode on my show. For more valuable fitness and self-improvement content, be sure to follow me on Instagram and threads at LevelUpWithLeon or Twitter at LevelUpLee. That's spelled L-E-V-E-L-U-P-L-E-E. Let's build a strong and supportive community together. Join the Level Up With Leon podcast Facebook group where like-minded individuals come together to uplift, motivate, achieve their fitness goals, and level up their lives. 
For my dedicated listeners, imagine achieving your fitness goals faster with minimal sacrifice and even getting advanced coaching for free by donating $100 or more to a friend or family member. Join my eight-week remote coaching for transformation and let's win together. Use my service, give feedback, leave a review if satisfied. That's all. Ready to start? Apply via the link in my bio and join the waitlist. Don't miss this win-win-win opportunity. Struggling with your form on a certain exercise and you feel like you just can't figure out how to fix it? Send in your video to my Dropbox link in the description of this podcast and get advanced form checks by me personally for free. Just title the video with your first name and IG handle so I know it's you. If my coaching helped at all, all I ask is that you let others know by sharing it on your social media. Level up your lifts and set your next PR. Remember, I'm here to support you on your fitness journey and together we'll level up our lives one step at a time. Thank you for being a part of this incredible community. Stay motivated, stay focused, and keep leveling up.